Welcome to the Season 4 Finale, broadcast number 64. Indie Radio is an indie game development talk show which is here to bring you interviews with both large and lesser-known developers, recap the latest news, debate about topics in indie game development, and you give some tips and tricks for your journey into games. Today is June 20th, 2015, and I will be your host, Brett Hudson, broadcasting live from the southern United States. My name is Daniel. I'm uh, broadcasting from, uh, from Norway. I uh, am originally from Sweden, and uh, I make games under the handle BitSlap. <laughs> I'm currently making a game called Frogtail, and uh, also partly hosting um, a one-hour game jam, uh, which happens every Saturday. Mm-hmm. And there, there's one happening today in three hours, right? In three hours. Yeah. Yeah. You know, BitSlap, um, I... I had seen your Twitter handle, and then when I was at university, I had a teacher that that brought it up, um, and he said that he tried to get a license plate <laughs> with with BitSlap on it, and uh, the people there didn't get it, and they got really mad at him and told him no, <laughs> like no no you can't you can't do that that's that's way too close to the other one. And they're like ah oh, man, but yeah. Too bad. Bit bit slapping is is a an actual thing, right? Well, I didn't know of the other things when I when I first picked it, um, <laughs> but uh, there is tons of bit slaps on the internet, and I, I think there is a definition on the on that site that defines all the popular expressions. I can't I can't remember the site's name, but mm-hmm. supposedly it's supposedly when you are banning someone from an online community. You bit slapped him. <laughs> Perfect. I just want something to go with bits. <laughs> yeah, bits. You, you, if you're a programmer, you got to do something with bits. Yeah. All right. So if you're listening to this live, we do have an IRC channel. Uh, it is on the irc.afternet.org network. Uh, the channel is Indie Function. I N D I E Function. Uh, and if you're listening to it on the Indie Function website, it is also available at the bottom of the uh, radio page in an embedded iframe, I believe. Uh, you can just type in a username, uh, hit enter, and you'll be in the chat. And you can ask us questions. Uh, you can ask Daniel anything you want uh, about games, about whatever, whatever seems appropriate. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, join us in the chat. Ask us questions, be a part of the conversation, have fun. And, uh, yeah, I, I think I've covered it all. So, we're going to jump into the news now. And we only have two news topics. Uh, so, if anybody else knows of any game development news that's happened besides these two news topics and E3, uh, feel free to uh, link us up in the chat and we'll take a look at it. Uh, but right now, there is an open beta going on at Game Jolt. Um, and they are working on the next version of their website. They've been working on it for, I don't even know how many years now, probably two or three. Um, that might actually be completely false. But uh, Cross, the guy that runs Game Jolt, is um, working on the new version, and it has a bunch of great features. Um and it, it, it's a completely remade site, pretty much. I, the back end is probably very much the same, but the design's all different, and the navigation of the site uh, 
is way better than the current one. And you can check it out uh, either from the link that we're putting in the IRC or you can go to, I believe it's wttf.gamejolt.com and that, that's not WTF with two T's, it's Welcome to the Future. Uh, which, at first I was really confused, I was like, uh, is that a joke? But no, it's it's an acronym for Welcome to the Future. Do you use Game Jolt, Daniel? Well, I do browse it, and uh, I, I like the concept, but uh, to be honest, I, I don't have a lot of time to engage in uh, the variety of sites available to us. But I like Game Jolt. I have an account, and I have plans to put up things <laughs> when I have things to put up. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's always the thing. It's like, oh, cool, I'm a game developer, and I have an account. On a uh, on a game site now, I just need some games. Mm. <laughs> I think I think I was on Game Jolt for like two years before I ever uploaded anything there. And I was like, sweet, finally did it. Yeah, yeah. You know, Game Jolt's a really cool community. I've met a bunch of people on there. I, the The guy that we usually have on the show, Ian, I met him through Game Jolt. Oh, cool. Yeah, he he always had a thousand games up, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll release one one day. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, the, the next piece of news that we have is Unity 5.1 was released uh, on June 9th. It might have actually been released on June 8th, but that's when the, the news article on the Unity blog is what was posted. And uh, you can download Unity 5.1 now. It's got your, your average bug fixes and a bunch of new stuff, which is obviously the, the meat of the update what everybody's excited about. So the first thing is that they, they're making multi, multi, bleh, multiplayer. Multiplayer? I, I can't even say it today. Mul- multiple player modes uh, easier to develop. So it's, it's basically uh, simplifying multiplayer support uh, through different uh, platforms. So it's not such a hassle to create a multiplayer game for Windows and then have to change a bit of stuff for Mac and then change it all completely for PlayStation, Xbox, and Wii U and all that. Uh, so it's going to be a lot more of right at once, deploy to all platforms, which is one of the reasons a lot of developers use Unity is because it exports to so many platforms just right out of the box without having to change too much code. Um, and then they also have a new multiplayer service that they're working on, which allows you to put matchmaker and relay servers in your game without having to code it too much yourself. Um, I haven't looked into it too much, but you can have up to 100 concurrent users free uh, without having to like purchase any special uh, upgrade on the multiplayer service, so you can you can test it out and get quite a few people playing uh, without having to dish out any extra money on that. Um, it will launch a full service soon. Anybody using the preview stage? So yeah, it, it is in preview stage, so I'm guessing only pro members have access to it. That's that's really cool. Um, the other huge thing that they're doing in this, besides multiplayer is VR. They're, like, if, if anybody's been paying attention to E3 the, the past week, all they've been talking about is VR, 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 VR. Um, 
And Unity is like, all right, we gotta we gotta release something huge with VR to go along with all this, or we're gonna be left in the dust. So they've added a bunch of new VR features to make uh, developing for the Oculus and other VR headsets super easy. Um, and they also have changed it so the rendering pipeline is super optimized now. Um, and yeah, n- native Oculus Rift deployment is available to all Unity users. And they're adding full native support for further platforms such as Microsoft HoloLens and Gear VR. So lots lots of cool stuff. There is a bit more. If you want to read up on the full list, uh, you can go to the uh, Unity blog at blogs.unity.com. Or, sorry, blogs.unity3d.com. And check it out there. I'm also posting it in the IRC for anybody who's listening in. So you can check that out. Um, so yeah, that's that's our news. Uh, and then we also wanted to do a bit about E3 because E3 happened and E3 is huge and there's so much information that's out there that no one news article that we could link you to could cover it all. Uh, so yeah, Daniel, what what big thing was that was announced at E3? Did you really like? Uh, the biggest thing for me was Dark Souls Three. <laughs> The, all, all the virtual reality stuff is, um, I'm really excited about it, but uh, I have been excited for, for years since the first developer kit, and uh, now it's uh, it's saturated. So I'm just looking forward to the, to the most robust and stable games coming out in the consumer versions. But other than that, Dark Souls 3 is my biggest thing to look forward to now. Mm-hmm. Did you see the HoloLens uh, demo that they gave with Minecraft? No, my first uh, Hololens uh, news was on the last, the, the first time they announced it. So I haven't seen anything new about it. Okay, um, I I don't think I've seen the first video. Uh, so I'll, I'll go find the the Minecraft one because it's really cool. Uh, Minecraft Hololens. Hopefully you can watch this uh, or skim through it uh, while you're on here without having to lose any, any internet. Um, also posted in the IRC for anybody who's interested. But uh, basically for anybody that's listening into this uh, who doesn't have access to the link, uh, the the HoloLens Minecraft demo is uh, a table uh, that they put HoloLens on uh, and they're projecting a Minecraft world on the table. Um, and you can see the, the guy zooms in and zooms out and he moves the world around, and then he can also do voice commands to change uh, camera uh, properties, I guess, uh, to follow the player or to do this and that. And he he can grab the world and drag it around. He can look through um, blocks. So there's there's this house, and he moves his face into the house, and then he's seeing inside of the house, and it just it's mind-boggling how however this this technology works, and it's it's really impressive from what they've shown so far. Hopefully, the final product will be as impressive because you know E3 and games they always build up all this hype and they they don't quite deliver all the time. And I'm really hoping that this is one of those products that delivers. Um, but yeah, are, are you checking that out, Daniel? Yeah, I'm I'm actually flabbergasted because it seems. 
seems so great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it is like magic. Um, so <laughs> I know. I, part I'm, of... Oh, sorry. I'm glad they found a way to present it to others. So, so now I'm now I am excited. I have never been excited uh, before 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 this presentation. So it's really cool. Mm-hmm. And part of me didn't even believe that it was real. I thought that you know it. Part of me was just in such disbelief that I was like, "Oh, you know, this must all be all be scripted." They they were probably whispering in his ear where when to move his fingers, <laughs> and the camera is just rendering it. But then, like as it went on, I was like, "No, this is actually real. This this is happening. This is going to be out in the you know next couple of years. People are going to have this in their living room. Oh, it's so cool! So cool." Yeah, I can understand why they bought Minecraft as well. <laughs> yeah, it's a great, uh, it's a great piece of game or game engine that you want to. It, it translates well to the to, to the at least for this demo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> it's funny that you called uh, Minecraft a, a game engine because it basically is at this point. <laughs> Like yeah. you can do so much with with Minecraft, uh, especially with servers and mods. Uh, people do create completely different games within Minecraft. It it is a game engine. I I have never quite thought of it like that, but well, it it struck me a couple of years ago when I saw someone who built a or was building a a processor. Oh yeah. I forgot what happened to that guy or to the project, but it was impressive nonetheless. Yeah, they made a a computer in Minecraft, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I think there were even several several different people who made their own versions. I'm sure. Like, when when you make a game like this, you never imagine that somebody's going to do something like that. Yeah, he accidentally <laughs> made Lego. Mm-hmm. Or not but, accidentally, but it is the. I think I think it's. Uh, I I like I like Minecraft because of that, and uh, to to have it in the Hololens demo is even more amazing. Have you seen the new Lego Worlds game? No. Uh, last time I know know about Lego World game was the one, the MMO. No, they just launched a new one. It's in early access right now. It's called Lego Worlds. Um, and it is Lego's Minecraft-inspired game. So, <laughs> we're going full circle here. Minecraft was inspired by Legos. Lego Worlds was inspired by Minecraft. Uh, so yeah, it, it is an open-world survival, uh, creative building, crafting game with actual Legos. Um and from what I've seen so far, I haven't played it yet. Uh, it looks like it has a lot more creative control, uh, in a way. Um, there, there's a lot of cool tools that you can use to build stuff uh, in creative mode. So you, you can use, like, 3D brushes and kind of items to create objects. So you can place down a bunch of objects at once. There's also pre-made uh, houses and structures that you can put down. So if you're... I, I, I'm gonna say if you're a kid, you can use those. Cause, like, it, it totally breaks all the fun if you're just using all the pre-made ones, but kids are totally into that. 
because they want to get their stuff set up super fast. And, oh, hey, look at my village. Cool. Um, I, I'm not into that. Some people are. Uh, and yeah, it, it, it looks really cool, but it, I, I'm wondering how much different it's going to be from Minecraft and if they're still going to be able to succeed if they change the formula too much. Because is, is Minecraft the perfect formula? Or can you take part of that formula and plug in a different path and still have a really successful, awesome game? They probably can. Um, <clears throat> Lego is a big company, so they have a lot of resources. The last time I heard something about Lego was an article where they, where they were discussing the problems Lego has with inappropriate content. And they don't want to have any inappropriate, inappropriate content, so they have to develop they had to develop these uh, functions or uh, analysis software that were removing inappropriate yeah. content. And uh, I, I found that quite interesting because they are so limited by 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 some um, by by their own guidelines. While Minecraft doesn't have to cater to anything or remove anything from the from the game world mm -hmm. and. I haven't even. I don't think I have seen any offensive material come out of a Minecraft game yet. Mm -mm. Not really. I don't, it's not like that is a big problem. Mm -mm. You know, it's interesting because I, I think I just read something a little while back about LEGO Worlds and how they're kind of changing their policy towards that. Because they still totally support it. But because LEGO Worlds... Uh, and their servers are player run, not run by Lego. Whereas their, their MMO was, you know, their server, so they had to clean it up all the time. Lego Worlds is player driven, and you have to join other people's worlds, so the people are liable for any bad content, not Lego. So, I don't think they'll be monitoring, um, Lego Worlds servers the way that they did with the, I, I think they're, MMO is Lego Universe. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. And then they're also releasing, I think, Lego Dimensions, which is their Disney Infinity slash Skylanders <laughs> game for consoles. Lego's going nuts. Like, video games everywhere. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. So what else happened at E3? Let me jog my mind. There was a lot of AAA stuff. Um, I'm I'm excited for Uncharted 4. Um, I really like the Uncharted games, even though I'm not a big uh, shooter fan. Uh, what else is there? The Final Fantasy 7 remake. That's gonna be cool. All right. Yeah, I am. I guess I'm the target generation for that. <laughs> yeah, I I think I was too. When the original game came out, but I did play it uh, in my early teenage years and absolutely loved it. So I'm I'm still excited. And then yeah, Horizon looks cool. The uh the new IP from uh, Guerrilla Games. Mm-hmm. The um, I just remembered the the Last Guardian, which has been oh yeah, the Last Guardian. Not, yeah, it hasn't been in development forever, and then it has been in development, and I have. No idea what's going on. I'm so confused, and I'm I'm afraid to be happy about this piece of news. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I don't even know if I actually <laughs> like the game. I think I'm just <laughs> excited for it because there's been such a hype train, and like 
it, we keep getting let down and getting getting little glimpses of hope, and now we actually have real footage of the game. So everybody's like, oh, yeah, awesome. But I don't know. <laughs> the game looks cool, but is it my kind of game? I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, I'm I'm skeptical about the footage because it looks heavily scripted. Mm-hmm. But I hope that's just a thing for E3, and I hope they are doing it as good as they have done before with the Shadow of the Colossus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it was a certain area too. Um, that area looks like it is falling apart, so it makes sense that there is a lot of scripted stuff. So there's that too. It could be like the intro area that's all scripted, and then once you get past that, it's all open world. Exactly. So I, I have to wait, wait a bit longer for uh, to get a good, clear idea what what the game would be like. Yeah, I'm trying to jog my memory. I, I I have a list that I sent to my my brother of all the cool stuff. Um, no Man's Sky. Uh, I don't know how we didn't bring that up yet because that's all that anybody ever wants to talk about now. <laughs> uh, same with last year at E3. Like, No Man's Sky was shown, and <laughs> nobody would stop talking about it for ages. Yeah, there was some gameplay in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have, the... to, find, uh, you have to find stuff and, uh, like, checkpoints. I, I, I was confused about that gameplay, and uh, we, we will see if there is an actual value to that, mm-hmm. that specific mechanic where you are finding planets and... And uh, activating beacons. Uh, I'm not. So, I'm not so sure about that. But otherwise, the game is super impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tech. Tech. Technologically wise. Technology. Tech wise, it's mind-boggling. The when they when they showed the the solar system, and then they zoomed out and showed like the galaxy, and then zoomed out and showed the entire universe, pretty much. How does that even work? How how does what? How does your server doing all this? And oh my god, what is the no back end for this like? But but they they have clearly won something. They they did win at I don't know all categories in outside gaming. Ah, this is amazing. The thing that I'm nervous about with No Man's Sky is that. Um, you're gonna feel like you have no purpose in the game because it is so big. Um, you're, you're gonna feel like a speck in this in this universe that you don't really have any um any purpose in it, so to say. Which which would kill the game for a lot of people. It's like, oh, I I'm not really doing anything. I'm just doing my own thing, whatever. Um, so we'll have to wait and see, really, with No Man's Sky. Because yeah. it's it's got a lot of potential, but it might just be an idea that was great on paper, but executed. It's eh, who knows. Uh, Devolver Digital uh, did for, or showcased four new games that they're publishing on the Sony press conference. I don't know any of the four games off the top of my head, but they're doing that. <laughs> and then yeah, oh Firewatch. That, oh yeah. That looks kind of neat. I might check that out. I don't know if I will. It's it's really pretty, but 
Did they, it, it did, seems did, a bit did, slow. Sorry, did Devolver uh, showcase for for new for new uh, unknown games or I, th- I missed the presentation. I don't know if um, Devolver Digital. I don't know if they were new games they hadn't announced, or if they were just games they wanted to showcase at uh, Sony's press conference. So I'm going to look it up. Uh, E3 Games Sony. But yeah, maybe they were announcing that it was coming to PS4. Like, everybody knew that they were publishing them, but... uh, What are the games? Uh, Ronin, which... Let me check it out. I think this is the one I'm thinking of. Maybe it's not. No, it's not. Uh, Ronin, Mother Russia Bleeds, uh, Crossing Souls, and Eater. Uh, it's E-I-T-R. Yeah. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. <laughs> I, I remember them now. Yeah. I was hoping they would show, um, if they had something, they would show the the Downwell game. I don't know if, uh, if, you, if you know about it, but I found it at Devolver's site, and I have ever since been in love with that game. Devolver Digital. But, uh, that was a bit sidetracking. Uh, Devolver has a good lineup, always. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking it up. I accidentally typed in developerdigital.com. Oops. <laughs> Devolver Digital, and it's not loading. Come on! Devolver Digital, because I want to see this game that, that you're talking about. Um, okay. So what did you say it was called again? Downwell. Oh, it's Downwell. Yeah. The, the sweetest thing coming out soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I've, I've seen this. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm guessing the reason they didn't show it was, or at least... Uh, in that conference is because it was uh, the Sony press conference and they were showing their games that they were bringing to PS4. But yeah. this might have been at E3. I don't know. Let me, let me look it up. The internet is at my fingertips. Um, E3. E3, E3. It doesn't look like it. Um, but they, they might have had it there. Just I, I can't find any news articles or anything about it, so... Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> Alright. Oh, I'm gonna go check the IRC. I haven't I haven't looked in there in a while. Hopefully nobody's sent anything. Uh, nope, I haven't missed anything. So yeah, if you're listening into the show right now and you uh, haven't been with us the entire time, we do have an IRC channel. It's at the bottom of the Indie Function radio page, or you can join the irc.afternet.org network. The channel is Indie Function, I-N-D-I-E, Function, and you can join us, uh, ask Daniel questions, uh, link us to news articles that we missed, and just have conversation. Tons of fun. And now, with that being said, we are going to shift from news to the actual interview conversation part of the show. So, Daniel... We are yes. ready. Spill your brains. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, sorry, oh. I was just having a sip of water. <laughs> uh, spill my brains. Yeah. All right. So, what do you want to start with? Do you want to start with uh, Frog Tail, uh, One Hour Game Jam? Well, w- whatever, really. Um, we can start with Frog Tail. It's on. It's on the top of my list, anyway. Okay. Um, 
Flagtail is basically a two-button mobile platform uh, Metroidvania. <clears throat> uh, and that is not a very good pitch, I know, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's kind of like, okay, trying to think about this, two-button Metroidvania platformer. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, I, I will link. I will link the game in the um, in the IRC channel. Uh, it's basically a game where you have two inputs. It's left and right, and uh, both are for jump left and right. And you can wall jump um, off walls, and you can double jump. And there is uh, some uh, platform mechanics that are relying on usage of these two. Inputs and it will be. Uh, in, I intend to release it first and foremost on um, iPhone and Android and. Uh, I and, remember. Uh, oh, sorry, you're about yeah, to say a little with, bit and more. Windows Phone, but it, it will be for all the other platforms as well. Okay, sorry for for cutting you off there. Um, Go ahead. Uh, I I remember seeing uh, a screenshot of it, or well, well, not a screenshot, a, a GIF of it, or GIF, however you want to say it. Uh, I don't even know how far back. It was, it was one of the first times I'd ever seen the screenshot Saturday hashtag. I remember that. Cause like, oh, that's really cool. Um, and I, I guess my brain just remembers where I first saw it. Um, and it, it was a gif of the, the, the jumping mechanic. And it's so clever because frogs, you know, hop and there's so much you can do with that, especially, uh, with level design. And I, Oh my goodness, I I love it. That's, that's all I can say. Um, I'm I'm starting to blush over here. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited to uh, finally get to try it out. Who it's out? Do you have a demo up anywhere? I I have some I have some demos on the controls. Uh, I can send it to you later. Um, I was spending the last weekend. Uh, making the controls better because there was some glitches and there was some unwanted behavior and um, I basically took a weekend and uh, polished it mm-hmm. and uh, th- there is a controller demo out unofficially and uh, I'm currently working on getting um, a demo out of it as well so uh, a bit longer more uh, with some gameplay and story and uh, level design and puzzles uh, Put together in a demo, so people can see the the intention of it. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, so, um, are you just planning on publishing it yourself? Yes. Mm. Well, uh, some publishers. I have been talking with some publishers, but they are not. They don't quite offer me what I what I really need. And uh, um, when it, when it all when it comes to developing the game, I. I am able to do it, but I have plans to ask for funds uh, in the near future mm-hmm. from di- from different uh, institutions, uh, mainly cultural stuff, and uh, we'll see about a Kickstarter uh, if that is even um, necessary. Okay. And, uh, but 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 for, for publishing it, I I think uh, I think I can do it mainly myself, uh, greenlighting it, getting it on the. Green Knight seems like all you need is one hundred bucks and some votes. Uh, that's that's how my Green Knight campaign looks in my head right now. Mm-hmm. 
As long as you've got a decent looking game, people will totally <laughs> upvote it on uh, Greenlight. Um, right, who's, whose Twitch stream was I in last night? Oh, I was in Tommy Ruffiness's Twitch stream, and he they were talking about Greenlight, and they're like, oh man, you know, he, anybody can really get through Greenlight right now as long as they have a good game. Because there's, uh, they were joking about how there's there's some not so great games that are getting through uh, Greenlight. So it is. Considering your game already looks really polished and is is a good idea, there there's no doubt that it's going to get through. So, I I don't I don't doubt that you'll have any problems with green light. Oh, thank you for that. Well, um, in regards to self publishing, um, the other markets, uh, iOS and Android, I don't know much about the Windows Windows Phone or Windows App Store. Whatever, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about that, but I don't need a publisher to do anything on those markets either. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, it's moving forward anyway without a publisher. And with marketing, I, I, I don't, I don't really know. Um, hashtags <laughs> and retweets. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so. Uh, Sorcerer just told me that your voice is kind of low, so it's it's all good though now, I believe. All right, yeah, I amped you up okay. a little bit, gave you a little oh. more juice. It's cool. about half an hour in. I'll remember that when I when I go to edit it after the show. <laughs> uh, yep, closer to your own voice. Perfect. All right. Yeah, the the audio uh, on my end looks like my voice is lower than his now, but. <laughs> Maybe maybe the the tones versus the actual amplitude of the waves somehow offset that. I, I don't know how sound works, to be honest. So, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Sound is, the, uh, sound is my last frontier. I don't have... Um, I'm, I'm not particularly good at making music or making, designing sound, so that, that is the only thing I have to... Um, to take in from the outside in, in front of And currently, currently my uh, flatmate uh, and friend is uh, doing a great job at doing the music for it. So, um, your friend's doing music, um, yes. but you're doing all the art yourself? Yes. Okay. Um, don't, I, I could have sworn that I saw somewhere that you did do music. Uh, do you do music, just you're not very good at it? I do music, but I'm not very good at it. Okay. I'm not good at it at all. Uh, I think my best song was for the latest uh, Ludum Dare. And uh, I was surprised to be voted, uh, to, to get rated on the top 100. I think it was top 100. Overall or uh, for music? I, I was surprised. Come again? Uh, top 100 overall or for music? The music, hmm. and I, I was quite surprised. Yeah, I don't think I've seen your uh, Lumdare Thirty Two game. Oh, and we got thing. All right, still sounds like Brett Hudson has bit slapped trapped in a barrel though. Doesn't sound like the other des- guests did on their podcast at all. Hmm. Maybe it's my microphone. Maybe uh, trapped in a barrel. That's, that's not a very good description. Um, let me make sure that the web phone is using the right microphone. Maybe Adobe uh, Flash is set up wrong. 
because I I've got my I've got my microphone and I have the the um the built-in mic on my computer. So let's let's just make sure that it's using the correct one. Okay, how's that? Uh, Danny, you want to speak quick? I can speak very quick, but it will be slow anyway. All right, perfect. Okay, I I think that's that should be better than since it's now using the correct microphone. Audio setups are so annoying, and I I don't know why Windows doesn't just remember all this stuff. Because every week I have to pretty much like change everything again. It's like, oh wait, Windows changed my default mic. Uh, that's weird. <clears throat> so sorry about that, guys. So we were talking about uh your Ludum Dare thirty two game uh and your music. So what what was your Ludum Dare thirty two game? Uh, it was. A game called Shield Maiden. Okay. Uh, I can put it in the in our chat there. Mm-hmm. I spent I don't know a couple of hours on music, two, three maybe, and mm-hmm. then I was finished. I thought. <laughs> oh, you know what? I did see this. Yep, it's it's got the shield. Ah. Yep, I did see this. <laughs> Shield Maiden. It's kind of uh, Captain America's uh, shield-throwing thing, Thor? right? Hmm? Captain America versus Thor. Yep. Is what everyone says. <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like. Uh, you know, I haven't gotten a chance to try this, but I did. I did see a GIF on Twitter. I see so much stuff on Twitter, and I don't even know. Yeah. I, I think great. that's a sign that I'm addicted, and I need to stop using it so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah. Um, Music-wise, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not actually planning on becoming better or learning more music. I will just keep doing music for the solo jams and uh, rely on my good friends to, to provide me with with music that is that is actually good. <laughs> yeah, I always uh, enter the the jam. I gotta think there for a second. Which which one is the which one is the team? Yeah, um, I I'm no good at art, and I would rather spend the entire time focusing on code and fixing bugs. <laughs> so I always team up with with an artist buddy, and then usually get one of my buddies to whip up some quick music in a, in a couple hours. Yeah, I've got a friend, Mike, that he he turns out music. He, he's actually uh, one of the co-hosts on the show. He turns out music so fast if he puts his mind to it. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, uh, it's just whatever, half an hour. Here's three minutes of audio. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I, I'm going to add to it a little bit more, but it's pretty much done. It's like, oh, my goodness, that's insane. So what? what was the most fun part of making Shield Maiden? The most fun? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, it wasn't fun at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, for, for this particular Ludum, I, I, um, I did think a lot about process before, and uh, I decided to split the process up in uh, four parts, audio, game design, programming, and art, and... Uh, I already knew I wanted to make something platformish and something larger than what I had made before. Mm-hmm. So, so it was just a 
couple of hours finding out that I wanted to make a shield platformer, and then I made it. Hmm. It, it was it was hard work. I was almost meticulously designing the schedule uh, down to the hour at least. Ooh, yeah. I but, I always hate um, Ludum. There turns out to be like one of those kind of down to the last minute things. Well, it was. I added the boss, the boss in the last minute, and uh, yeah, we always end up in the last minute. <laughs> that is, uh, Even if you plan, like, there's no way that we're going to the last minute. <laughs> Usually, too. Just sometimes it's better, sometimes it's worse. Yeah, I like to um, like my my schedule for Ludum Dare. Um, since we've got the three days, since I'm always in the jam, I always yeah. try to do the first game, or first day, like, churn out, um, like, the core engine, the game, uh, get it, get it, you know, a pretty solid thing the first day. Uh, the second day, uh, add stuff to it, polish stuff up, and then the third day, don't really touch the engine at all, uh, just make levels and content, and you know, add small things because, like day three, if you're if you're still working on the engine, like how much how much content are you going to be able to push out? And if you run into bugs, you're gonna you're gonna be working to the last minute. That's that's yeah. what happened to me the last uh, Luton Dare, unfortunately. Uh, I, I want I want to reach the content adding uh, stage sometime. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> Yeah, I was working on a an, on an auto runner called Dish Ninja, and because you know an unconventional weapon, it's a ninja yeah. that throws dishes. <laughs> and yeah, we our artist had some issues. Uh, he uh, he was time. What word? What word am I looking for? He didn't have enough time that weekend to do all the art, so we were, we were lacking on art, and then. I kept having issues with with C sharp, um, in the weird way that they uh, do references and stuff. So bugs bugs galore didn't finish, but what what can you do? I'm I'm still working on the game though. Hopefully it'll oh. turn out. Well, that's the best possible outcome, I think. When when you do something that you really want to that you really want to take further. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I I'm not a big fan of auto runner games, so I want to make one that you know I can enjoy. <laughs> um, I do enjoy Bit Dot Trip and Ninjam and Beat Jitsu, uh, but those are about the only two. Maybe Super Meat Boy Forever when it comes out, but I have no idea. So oh, yeah, it's that would be an auto runner game. Yeah, the new the new Super Meat Boy is is auto runner. So cool. you 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 tell Meat Boy I want to jump and stuff, but I think I think it's a two button auto runner, but I can't be sure about that. Maybe you can turn around. I'm not sure. Maybe it's a frog in it. <laughs> Maybe it has a frog. <laughs> Maybe. All right, I'm gonna go check the IRC. Make sure everybody isn't going crazy in there. Wow, we've got quite a full room today got all sorts of people. Uh, Desert Rock, Inako, uh, Narf, Lady Enigma, 
Sorceress and Voxel. Uh-oh, Voxel says he's going crazy. He's taking off all the clothes. I'm going to have to kick him. It's not appropriate. <laughs> yeah, Lady Enigma. 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 Ugh. Why can't I say that? Woot, we are all famous now. Yay. Woohoo, fame! All famous game devs. There you go. That, that's, that's all you needed. Now you can just go out and walk into the world and people will recognize you. Oh my goodness, you're Lady Enigma. From the, from the, the that show. The, the one with the indie game devs. <laughs> All right. So now we should talk about uh, one hour game jam. Yes. One hour game jam. Choo choo. So one hour game jam is your crazy idea where you make a game in one hour. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, I was trying to think how it started, but it it, it has so, sort of always been around uh, the idea of making a game during an evening or or a day or during a week. Uh, I bought the domain weekjam.com uh, because I wanted to have something uh, chronicle for people to see and participate in. Mm-hmm. And I tried to have my own eight-hour game jam, I think, and it went really, really bad. And a couple of Weeks or months later, I made. Um, I made. I decided to use one hour to make one game I had been thinking about, mm-hmm. and uh, it turned out fun. Uh, the 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 prototype or the one hour game wasn't that fun, but uh, the the the, uh, the the game I could extrapolate from that was 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 more fun. And suddenly there were two or three people, or there were, and there were, um, and then we were, I don't know, now we are about 20 every Saturday. And, uh, it has just evolved into something else now. It's, uh, we are currently doing a post jam game stream, me and my two brothers from Sweden. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inako is one of them. Uh, and my other brother uh, is called Rao. So we are, we are, um, yeah, we are co-hosting over Skype uh, and screen sharing, so we can see what Inako is playing, and we are commenting on that, and we are playing all the games that were made during that hour, and uh, it's it has become an important event. Hmm. Uh, if you if you don't want to use Skype. Um... You could use Google Hangouts, and the only reason that I'm really suggesting it is, uh, A, Google Hangouts has a way better screen sharing <laughs> uh, software, and you can also host it live, um, and I believe they, since it's Google, you can just upload to YouTube right away after it uh, as well, so if, if you want convenience and also possibly the ability to, uh, I believe it's called a Hangout on Air, uh, if you want to do it live, um, okay. you can do that, so... Options cool. for you. That's great. I hope my brother takes note because he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super smiley face. Get hyped for today's one hour game jam. Yeah. 
And it's if anybody's listening and didn't catch it earlier, the the game jam is in two hours and ten minutes. Uh, so go ahead and uh, go to weekjam.com if you want to check it out. Uh, I believe the only requirement is that you need to be in the Ludum Dare IRC channel, right? Well, it used to be because we took submissions through a bot that were basically putting everyone in a list so I could paste it into the <laughs> temporary webpage. Uh-huh. And uh, now we have our own IRC channel. Um, hashtag 1AHG... I don't know. J? 1HGJ? Yeah. <laughs> oh, one well, hour that's, game that's jam. a mouthful. Uh, I see why you're having problems. Uh, join one hour game jam. All right. Yep, I'm in there. Look at that. Tons of people. Yeah, and uh, the what I like about it is, I I, I was waiting for to, to to have a to have a site to to list all the games, but I I'm not a web developer, so I don't know how to make it. So it was in a kind of a bad state where we where I was reluctant to host, and then we just started listing the games on a in the most basic. HTML format possible. Someone made it, and then someone made a bot, and then someone made it. Uh, I can. Uh, I, I think I should tell you who made the bot. Desertrock made the bot. Uh, he has he's supporting a lot of features like suggesting themes and starting the jam with a random theme and such. Um, a person named Liam Lime uh, mm-hmm. on the IRC network. Made the initial site while sorcerers made the authentication uh, for it. Um, I think that's about it when it comes to who has who has contributed for, for the technical parts, which has been really great for the uh, for the game over uh, for the jam overall. Uh, I just set a time now and fix a random thing. Uh, people are commenting in the chat. Apparently the audio, uh, got really bad for a second. They, uh, said Rumble ended. Tumble dryer has finished. Wind tunnel experiment concluded. Uh, hopefully next season, uh, we'll, we'll be able to figure out a better, uh, audio setup. That's, that's one of my plans, uh, on the off season, uh, this this is the last season four broadcast, um, so next season I'm gonna I'm hoping that I'll have a better audio setup, and then I'm also hoping to write some bots, kind of like the ones that you're saying for one hour game jam to help speed up um, some of the some of the things that I do every weekend, like posting to Twitter, um, uh, this and that. <laughs> I don't even know yet, but. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get around to that. So yeah, you, you said Desert Rock uh, did the the bots. Yeah, he made the IRC bot. We don't have a Twitter bot yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I still do that manually, and he just gave me the idea to have someone in the community make a bot because I don't know how. Um, uh, and Sorceress and Liam Line made the site. Okay. So, um, what we see today uh, at weekjam.com is, except for 120 
120 games is an actual sight, uh, which is which is great. And I'm really glad we I can get this kind of help from the community to to build it. Yeah, if you've got a great idea and people like it, they'll totally help you out. Um, the other big uh, collaboration kind of like this that I can think of is uh, I've been watching a lot of Handmade Hero, if you've heard of it. It's uh, Casey Miratori's uh, stream. Yeah. I, th- I think I brought it up in the last broadcast, too. But yeah, he's making a game from scratch using uh, the language of C. Um, and he's gotten a lot of help from his community, too. Um and it just goes to show uh, that the indie game community is so helpful, and they're they're willing to, you know, help out in ways that the person organizing it doesn't know how to do stuff in, or doesn't have the time, or uh, isn't skillful enough, depending on you know what exactly it is. Um, and yeah, it's I love it. <laughs> the indie game scene. We we just need to do a giant group hug. A great do-it-yourself attitude and a great helping attitude. I, yeah, I, I like that as well. Uh, yep, Voxel just said, hooray to BitSlap for organizing one-hour game jam. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> so. Voxel is actually making something I think he will call Hourglass, or I hope so. I hope I'm not saying anything wrong, but he's one of these people who are making their own frameworks for the game jam. Uh, just to support one hour game, to support development for one hour games. Uh, and that is one aspect that, I, <clears throat> that I'm really liking, that people can learn mm-hmm. from this in all kinds of ways. And uh, yeah, uh, to be to, to be able to uh, take part in what people are making to make uh, better games for one hour game, yeah, uh, it's fun. Hourglass is the perfect name for a framework for one hour game jam. Yeah. <laughs> I'm awful at names. I would have never thought of that. That's so good. <laughs> oh, Voxel says, "I guess now I have to use it tonight." Eh. <laughs> uh, oh, Sorcerers came up with the name. Nice. Well, I know who to go to I, for I, names I, now. Sorcerers comes up uh, with, with a lot of names, uh, I think. Hmm. Well, perfect. There has been more than one situation where she came up with the name. I, I'm, I'm sure of it. I hang out with these guys every day, so uh, it's difficult to recall these events, but... She is a name, name person, I guess. A name guru? Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Everybody, if if you need a name for your game, did that rhyme? Name game? It did. Uh, you can tweet sorceress, and I don't have another rhyme. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. What, what have we started now? We have started a massive chain of people everybody's going to be connected everybody's going to know each other the future is here (laughs) oh lady enigma sorceress has game name fame there we go won the internet 
It's over. We're out of here. <laughs> so what else are you up to besides uh, Frog Frogtail? I was thinking Frog Time, and I was like, that's definitely not right. Uh, Frogtail and One Hour Game Jam. Uh, are you working on anything else? Do you have anything else uh, interesting in your life that you'd like to share? Well, I did send in my first uh, app for review with Apple this almost two weeks ago, or one week ago. I'm not so sure. So I'm, I'm waiting for that, and uh, that will be my first release, I think. That is not a, um, a free online do-whatever-you-want release. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that is exciting. I, I, uh, I'm just waiting to get, a, get an approval, and then I will release the game for um, Android and PC as well. Uh, it's called Hype Collider 2. It is basically the sequel to the first one-hour game jam ever. <laughs> Sweet. Which was hy- yeah, it was called Hype Collider, and uh, we will see about that. Um, other than that, I uh, I'm not so sure. I um, as a game developer and as a community person, I'm I'm a part of the Norwegian Game Makers Guild, and uh, we try to make Norway a better ground, uh, a better place to be, be a game developer in, and uh, I'm, I'm quite new at that. Uh, that was That is quite fun as well, so be, on, be a bit on the political, political side. Uh, yeah, no, the, uh, I can't think of any uh, Norwegian game developers really. Um, I know Dutch has the the huge game scene there with the Dutch yeah. indie game garden. Yeah, uh, Nor- Norway is actually up and coming. Is that how we say it? Up and going. Uh, yeah, up they, and coming. Uh, they are uh, they are about to become Norway is about to become big. Uh, there was recently a Kickstarter made uh, successful by Antagonist Games. Uh, they are making a game called Through the Woods, mm-hmm. uh, a different narrative. Horror game, uh, so I'm I'm very happy for that. Uh, they are locals here from Oslo, where I'm where I'm broadcasting from. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we have uh, a whole lot other startups and games in the making in and around Oslo and in all over Norway actually. So it's just a matter of time until uh, Norway is placing themselves on the map. <laughs> I'm not so sure about the next. You know, Finland has Rovio, Sweden has Minecraft, and uh, uh, Denmark has... Uh, I, I'm not sure. Den- Denmark has a great great uh, indie community. Mm-hmm. And they have the biggest the big studio, IO Interactive. I don't, I'm not sure if they are still there, but Norway doesn't have these successful companies to push the Norwegian game forward. So, But we have a lot of smaller companies that are making great things. And that is uh, that is is an interesting time to be in Norway. Fantastic! Yeah, yeah, yeah through the woods, I have seen it. Uh, I just looked it up. I recognized the logo right away. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if I've seen it uh, because it had a Kickstarter, or if they mentioned it once or twice this past week. Everything has been such a blur. I <laughs> I thought it was Tuesday yesterday. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, it's not Tuesday, it's Friday. 
the show's tomorrow. We gotta figure this out. Um, yeah, E3's been just a blur. So I have, I have no idea if I've seen Through the Woods this past week, if there was something at E3, or if I've seen it before. Oh, yeah. it was a Kickstarter that was basically finished last Sunday, I think. Last and Sunday? Was successful. Ah, yeah. okay. So they have been on a campaign right now, so it's more than possible that you have seen it somewhere. Okay. I I had no idea that it was from Norway either, so that's that's super sweet. Yeah. All right. So, anybody in the Indie Function IRC have any questions for uh, for Daniel? So we're we're just gonna be quiet now for the next thirty seconds while somebody types types a question. Yeah, I, I do that sometimes. I'm like, I ask a question and then I think about it. And it's like they're not. They're not verbal. We we need to fill this silence. <laughs> Lady Enigma. Why can't I say that? I have to think about it. Lady Enigma. Uh, anyway. Lady Enigma said... Shh. So, we have to be quiet now. Um, Voxel said... Can we hear the one-hour Game Jam song, Sorceress? Yes, sing the song! <laughs> so there's a song? I'm not so sure if I want to sing it. I um, There is a song. The first ever broadcast we did together, Minimum Brothers, we, we decided to write a theme song. And uh, I'm trying to find it. Someone recorded us. Alright, I'm I'm super excited now. I don't think anybody anybody sang on the show. <laughs> Magnus Paulson might have. But you you'll still be one of the first, at least. <laughs> but I'm I'm not the singing brother. That's the that's the problem. I'm not the singing brother. Oh, so you have to either have to find this recording or you have to become a singer. <laughs> on air, uh, live to people. Oh, I'm I'm not making this better. Oops. <laughs> I really need to find this. Voxels just said you have a good voice. You can sing it for us. I don't know the song. That's that's my excuse. That's the problem with me as well. I keep forgetting the the lyrics. And oh, there it is. Sorceress knows it. No, but the recording with my brother playing guitar is much better, so... One hour to make a game. Make a game in one hour. To make a game in one hour. One hour game jam. <laughs> I, link, I link it to you. And uh, hopefully that... Error age. Oh, error age. Oh, it's supposed to be a web website. <laughs> I don't know how loud that was on uh, stream. When when you're on Skype, it mutes all your other sounds. I think 70%, so 
Sorry if that wasn't too loud, but you guys might have heard it. <laughs> um, oh, uh, Voxels just asked, uh, so you said that the season of Indie Function is almost over. Uh, when is the next season happening? Uh, so today's the last broadcast of season four, which, like, I haven't even quite comprehended that, that we're going to be starting season five uh, this fall. Um, I don't know exactly when. I'm guessing sometime in September. Um, but we might do it a bit sooner. Well, probably not, actually. Uh, but we might push it back to October. Um, we don't know yet. I'm thinking, like, September 20th-ish. Let me, let me check the actual weekend. So, yeah, probably September 19th or, uh, the 26th, somewhere around there. Um, and we've already got a bunch of people, uh, lined up for the next season. Um, I, I can pull up the list quick. And, and name drop a couple people. Um, uh, we've got uh, let's see here. Where is that? Oh, uh, Lisa Brown. Uh, she's she's planning on coming on. Uh, William Stallwood. Uh, possibly uh, Casey Miratori if we can get a hold of him. Um, I'd I'd love to get him on uh, around the time that Half Made Hero or Handmade Hero. Sorry. Um, is is that about a year in development? That would be really cool. Um, Zach Soros. Uh, who else on this list should I should I mention? Hopefully, uh, Mike Casper, uh, Zach, and everybody else on the list. I can't really talk about yet because I don't know if we're going to get them, and I don't want to get anybody's hopes up. But yeah, we we already have quite a few people ready for next season, um, and uh, we would have had them on this season, but they're currently in the middle of working on stuff. And it would be um, better for most of them to be be on next season. So when they when they finished or are getting closer to finishing their stuff, have stuff to show. So yeah, um, I don't know exactly um, when it's happening, but yeah, probably in September. Uh, you can just head over to indiefunction.com and uh, keep an eye on it. Uh, I'll definitely post uh, in Ludum there, and then the one hour game jam. Uh, with details if, if you guys really want to know. Um, and Voxel said Mike who? And uh, Mike Kasperzak, uh, POV, uh, the Ludum Dare guy. That's, that's how everybody knows him. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Voxel said never heard of him. Yeah, I know. He's, he's one of those lesser known de- uh, developers we bring on. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so we're going to wrap this up. Uh, if anybody's got more, any more questions for Daniel, uh, shoot them out, and we will we'll answer them. Or otherwise, uh, Daniel, you got anything more to say, really? No, not really. Uh, if you if you feel like uh, making gaming one hour, you should come to the wikiam.com uh, site and uh, make a game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, anybody... Join in. Uh, even if you're listening to this archived, it's every Saturday, and it will probably yeah. run for a very, very long time. Um, yeah. Even maybe when Daniel gets sick of it, somebody else will take the mantle and be like, I'm doing one-hour game jam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't gotten a chance to do one yet, so hopefully today, the 10th the one, I believe, right? Yes, the 10th one. It's some kind of an anniversary. Tenth week, awesome. Um, That's great. 
Oh, uh, Voxels just said, when is HC2 coming out on Android? It's coming out on Android when it's reviewed by Apple and approved by Apple. So I can do a simultaneous release on Android. Sweet. Uh, yeah, I, I think you still have to go through a slight like a review process on Google, but it only takes six to hours. six to twelve hours. Yeah. Yeah, I accidentally published when I was fiddling around with settings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I I couldn't do anything until I was published. So. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't like uh, the Google Android developer console. It's uh, it, it's nasty. And then if you if you create a project, um, like you're just testing stuff or whatever, um, you can't delete it. It's permanently there. And I didn't know that, so I, I was creating a test project, and my OCD senses went off when I found out that I couldn't delete it. I was like, oh no. But you, you can hide non-published projects. So I just did that. That's great. Uh, but yeah. Uh, oh, Lady uh, Enigma... I'm going to be able to say that <laughs> eventually. Um, said that they will take it over and make it two-hour game jam. Uh-oh, Daniel. Yeah. yeah, just to be clear about the rules, uh, <laughs> we do not really enforce the one-hour rule that much. Uh, the most important part is that you make a game within the when the event is going on, and you can submit it until we have finished the stream. So, if we are still streaming, and if we are still making a game, we can finish it and submit it, and submissions is open for a week, or submissions are open until the next jam starts. So you can basically pick any day and do it in the week and make your game done. So it, it, we, are, we are really not enforcing the rule as much, and uh, we just want to have a good time during the actual event and the stream. So that's what's important. That makes sense. Because <laughs> then once the next one shows up, the submissions open up for that. Mm-hmm. And also probably makes web dev a bit easier. <laughs> you don't have to yeah. do any sort of timer or anything. It's just, ah, submissions are always open. Just yes. <laughs> opens up to the... Yeah. Web dev is such a nightmare to to work with that you got to make it simple when you can. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Daniel. Uh, if you want to stick around for a minute or two after the uh, show, you're welcome to. But I totally just cut you off. What were you saying? <laughs> oh, what, what were you saying? I, I, I was saying thank you for having me. Oh, yep. No problem. <laughs> All right, uh, so we're going to do our credits, and then we will wrap up the show, and we'll see you in Season 5. All right, thank you for listening in to broadcast number 64 of Indie Radio. This broadcast was broadcasted live on 1000 Mics and was recorded using Audacity. Season 5 will begin this fall. Thank you again for listening, and have a fantastic weekend.